folks, grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskies presents Tales of the Trophies, the SEC's greatest rivalries. Feels good. That kind of just rolls off the tongue very naturally. Yes, it does. Uh, I can't believe I was telling Joe a second ago. I can't believe it's been a year since we started this. I know. <laughs> yeah, a lot has happened in that year. We've, <laughs> we've covered some ground. Yes, yes, we definitely have. Joe, how's it how's it going over there? Just fixing some tech technical difficulties I, here. I, I think I we're like, good. yeah, Joe's. I, I didn't know if you you look you look nice though. You're kind of like you got the lean back going. You're you're looking it's, good, my man. Well, EJ pushed me out of my old seat over there where I had set up. This is nicer. I can lean back. We need to figure out a setup though. We need to get this figured out. Also, you wouldn't know based on like my lighting versus his, but he's like five feet away from me. <laughs> it looks like we're in completely different houses. That oh, that is true. Like I didn't even think about that was, now, like <clears throat> assessing you guys. It was planned that way. But my uh my brain's kind of like it's slow. You know, it's it's still early. for those that don't know, we're uh foregoing our normal um you know, I know normally we record these podcasts in the evening, especially Sunday evenings uh, for Tales of the Trophies, but it is actually Saturday morning. It's week zero, Saturday morning, week zero. And, uh, you know, we're just so excited, I think, for this new college football season. It is it is 8 a.m. We're just so excited for college football, baby. And we're so excited to be back, uh, you know, with Tales of the Trophies here that we just couldn't wait. In good conscience, we just couldn't wait. And, you know, it's just an excuse to be able to uh, drink at 8 a.m., um, you know, Bingo. for, for you know, and not feel terrible about it. Um, so Bingo, I guess we can name, transition into that. So, Joe, what are we drinking? Let me get my notes here. So <clears throat> we had a different different drink planned out for this week, but we changed it as our timing for recording changed to the morning. So we went ahead with the Georgia Peach based on the rivalry that we're talking about today. So Georgia peach is super simple to make. We made it in 40 seconds. So it's peach schnapps, ounce and a half, a half ounce of Soko, dash of grenadine, four ounces of orange juice, and then topped with maraschino cherries. So you literally just ice in a glass and then dump it all in, give it a little stir, top it with the cherry, and you're good to go. And this is bada bing, bada boom. For those that can see, um, oh, that it's a nice looks, peach color. Wow. See, that's the nice thing. Whenever you got, see, EJ, you're with Joe. You got the professional make it for you. That's beautiful. I know. I'm terrible at making cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Not your strong suit. How's it taste, boys? Well, have a cheers. How's it taste, fellas? Cheers. It tastes delicious. I'm not even a big peach guy, but like this is a perfect morning like morning of football like you're watching game day in the summer right right before it cools down um because it's just nice and refreshing and 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 fruity it, it's it's lovely good mix it's not too heavy on the oj not too heavy on the peach it's, it would be a good uh hungover drink too yeah, see i don't i don't like sweet stuff when i'm hungover except well i guess uh i mean you can always do a mimosa <laughs> in fact the, the last time i did mimosas hungover that was uh Man, I think that was probably that was probably Jurgle's bachelor party in Austin. I was very hungover. We were at the pool bar and we did mimosas because I was like, there's only one thing that can get me out of this hole, and that's to dig deeper, dig deeper into it and eventually come out the Just other side down. here. Yeah, it's sometimes all you can do, you know. Yeah, this one isn't also um, very acidic, so sometimes uh, yeah. I oh, yeah. get some heartburn and stuff. Um, but it's it's pretty smooth. And for me, mimosas, the bubbles get me. I my my chest, I oh, get yeah. like gas in my chest. Mm -hmm. It's uncomfortable. So, yeah, this would be a good uh, alternative for me. Very nice, very nice. Is is this? Uh, I mean, have you guys had this? You guys knew you haven't had this before, right? Like before? No, today? never. No. How's it rank? Like is this moving up your morning cocktail rankings? Cause for me, like I love a good bloody Mary, but if I'm golfing, I'll probably have a transfusion or like an Irish coffee. Like how's it going up on the rankings for you guys in uh, as far as morning drink, not that transfusions a morning drink, but could be transfusions are good for all hours of the day, but 
Yeah, I mean, I think this definitely goes up there just because it, it tastes honestly just like some juice. Like, you know, when you're going to like a nice little continental breakfast and you got the apple and the orange juice to choose from, and sometimes you mix it together. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not too elky. No. It just tastes <laughs> like orange juice mixed with, like mixed with peach. I, now um, we'll see how strong it is by the end of the <laughs> Maybe, the maybe we'll have a break and have a couple more and see where the day goes. <laughs> there you go. We pumped for that Nebraska, Nebraska game at noon. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Okay, so why don't we, so typically to remind all the listeners, since it's been so long, um, we would be uh, doing our betting shout outs right now. And so it's the beginning. Uh, and we kind of had mentioned this. So um, for everyone that uh, didn't listen to our last episode of the Hard Knocks review, uh, we kind of had a crazy brainstorm uh, completely off topic at the very end of the episode um, about what we're going to do with our betting this year. So we decided that the three of us are actually going to have a competition. And so what we're going to do is um, it's, it's not really going to change too much for the listeners, but uh, the three of us are going to pick three uh, bets every week uh, just on the spread. And we're going to keep track of it over the course of the season. And then the winner will get, uh, will win a bottle uh, paid for by the two losers. Uh, so we're, this is going to be week zero. So by the time we are recording this, the Saturday games aren't going to have happened. But by the time you guys hear this, they would have already happened. So um, we won't be doing it. Uh, we won't start until technically week one. Um, we'll post them still on Saturday mornings. Uh, and then we'll probably discuss them the following episode. So we won't really get too much into the preview of why we're picking our picks, but we'll be able to kind of talk uh, after the fact on, on kind of how they went and, and maybe yeah. be our genius or, you know, explain our failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, do we want to do you guys have picks ready for today? Like, do we want to talk about that a little bit? Like, yep. I, I guess we could talk about because normally as we do, we can. Normally we talk about what we like of what happened and then what we're looking forward to in the next week. Do we want to, you know, talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen today? Like I know obviously Northwestern Nebraska and Dublin's the big one, but are yeah. there any other games there on your guys' radar or like picks that you love for today? We'll post on the Instagram too, obviously our picks, but I mean, what are you guys looking forward to today? Yeah. I'm not going to say I love anything, but I'm also <laughs> not going to sound uh, unappreciative because you know while <laughs> these, these games might not be you know very pretty uh they are definitely uh games and better than baseball right now so um for me the only other i, I definitely had the illinois game just because you know big 10 rival mm -hmm. and or mm -hmm. they're not a rival but uh, a big 10 team and mm -hmm. um traditionally terrible but Bielma's there now and and mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see in the Spartans I think and the Wolverines oh, play about the Emma. Yeah. um play Illinois this year so I'm interested to just kind of see what they look like even against a team like Wyoming mm -hmm. well I mean Wyoming you know they they surprise every once in a while Josh Allen former uh, Wyoming Cowboys so there you go Sure, um, great logo. Oh, I, I think it's, I mean, top 10 logo, uh, maybe not top 10, top 20 for sure. The brown, the yellow, it's just, it's interesting. It's an interesting combo. Actually, I have my hat is brown and yellow and orange too, but either way. Uh, no, I, I definitely am looking forward to that one. And the Duquesne Dukes play Florida State. Actually, I might put a little bit of a uh, 43 and a half or a 42 point spread. Is that what it is? It, I didn't take I even take a look at the spread. Um, wow, forty-two yeah. and a half. Yep, might be worth dropping some some bucks on. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, one big spread that I do love is UConn Utah State. I'm taking Utah State. I think hmm. right now, uh, it says twenty-six and a half. Yeah, I got them at twenty-six and a half, so I'm taking Utah State at twenty. I actually really like that. That's I like that late game. Yeah. Hawaii and uh, Vandy. Are you going to be staying up there? for it, though? Are you going to be I'm that much be of an but... addict? I might stay up and try and watch some of it. Probably not, but you're going to go into Hawaii and get or actually give points. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. And it, it's it's Vandy. Well, mm -hmm. 
everything should say that Vandy should win, especially considering the fact that I will say Hawaii especially is, is a crazy place to play because you play in a high school stadium, the refs, they pull from like the street. Like there's usually some sort of controversial, weird thing that happened, but Mm -hmm. like last year, the team completely like quit on the coach. And I think they had almost the entire team transfer, including the coach's son. Yeah. So like, (laughs) it's a great sign. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it should be right nine and a half with Vandy, but you just never know with a team like Vandy. Well, it's a long trip, but also I don't sure. think that, that trip is everything it was built up to be. And there yeah. is like, uh, but on the other hand, if you're a streak guy, I think that they've like covered their first game like 13 years in a row, or I don't know something incredible like with the first game of the season where they they cover. So. I also talked to my boss about it because he's a Vandy fan and he gave me zero confidence that they would cover. <laughs> he, he is, he is fully ex- embracing himself, expecting and, and preparing himself for, for something bad. I, I think nine points is a lot, mm-hmm. but if you tease it, that, that I get really comfortable. Like when mm-hmm. you get, take it down to about a field goal game, that's a field goal for what? Minus 300. <laughs> No, as part of a teaser. Oh, oh I mean, you can get the money line for minus three hundred. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying if you like including in a teaser game when you take it down, that's gotcha. okay. That's, that's a nice little sweet spot. Sure. Maybe if you tease together uh, UConn, bring that or Utah State, Vandy, maybe a little, maybe something else. Jerry Kill, New Mexico State. That's that's a good one. I like too. So, so uh, I guess we kind of like coupled the two together right like the um uh, what we're looking forward to and the bets is there any game so i'll just say like if if this was week one if this was counting i think i would probably take nebraska i think i, I have it up right now in FanDuel, um minus 11 and a half so that's probably one that i would like you know stake claim on is there any like spreads like that like not that you're actually going to put money on but like if we were doing the competition today oh brother um, brother you have there, a spread that, there are yeah. many i am putting there oh, okay. I have six games i'm putting money on uh the three that i'll choose is my picks um i guess i'll have to take a look at FanDuel now as opposed to when i put them in um did we mention we're going to use FanDuel going forward? We right didn't. Okay. Because there so is that, some some difference between the apps and the spreads. It yes. doesn't. Yeah. Because Do I wanna... the Nebraska-Northwestern game, I think it was 13 for Barstool and 11 and a half for FanDuel. I yeah, mean, so I, I, we should I think... just standardize on whatever. If we just... Pick, yeah, let's let's just do FanDuel, and then what I was uh, telling Joe, I think would be acceptable as well. Is if you if you know you have your three games this week, and there is something that you just want to lock in um, when you see it, um, I think you should be able to lock in early. But you just text like text the group, and someone yeah, can verify yeah. like, yep, okay, yeah. got it at this, and then it'll just be locked in. And then if the starting quarterback shatters his leg in practice like it doesn't matter like you got to stick with what you had yeah but um yeah i I think that should be acceptable too i I don't think we should have to wait till saturday if you really like something early in the week okay we can we can i'm not sure how i feel about like changing it and like if if something like that happens where the quarterback like you know shatters their leg or like you know something like that i'm not sure i like being stuck to that but we'll talk about we can talk about that's the risk you take by locking it in when you get oh so it's a risk reward thing yeah sure okay so then there's some gamesmanship with that okay all right like if you like a line and you know it's gonna get like it's early but you know it's gonna change like i have one next week that i'm terrified i probably should lock it in sooner rather than later that i love um but I'd rather lock it in now, but if, if something happens in practice, like, you know, it is kind of, it's, it is what it is at this point. Okay. So, so, so there is a risk reward to locking in early. Okay. So sure. the, from the gamesmanship perspective, I understand yeah. that. Um, okay. So three <clears throat> games that I love today are Utah state minus 26 and a half, Nebraska minus 10 and a half, which now it's moved up to 11 and a half and New Mexico state plus eight and a half, which is now, Plus seven and a half. So they've gotten another point. So I feel great about that. So, Uh, and one thing I will say, uh, and and 
we we talked about this as a group too so we're obviously going to have our competition um, but we want to get you listeners involved as well so what we're going to do is we are going to um include you guys in our competition so if you want to compete with us um and you beat us by the end of the year so at the end of the year um if if you beat all three of us then we will get you a special piece of swag um but the rules same rules apply so you just have to um dm us your picks from FanDuel. And we will verify it when we get it that the the spread and it's only spread. So uh, just to make it easier, um, because like Mike had astutely put out, like he can just put money line on Alabama every week and feel pretty yep. good about yep. winning a game. Yeah, so, I would feel real good about that. Yeah. So this is kind of a college pick them type competition. So yeah. Um, yeah. So just send us DM it, but you're going to have to do it every week because we're going to do it every week. If you wanted to be involved no in this competition, well, you if have you skip, to do it. If you skip, you get the L and. I mean, if they if they skip and still beat us, that's fair, I guess. Sure. Yeah, I guess that that's fine. If you do skip a week for whatever reason, it'll just be three losses um, and uh, you can still compete. But yeah. So at the end of the year, uh, we are going to have something special for you uh, if you make it all the way through and beat us. Uh, so good luck. But suck it as well, because yeah, yeah. Big time. Big time suck <laughs> it. Yeah. We don't want to lose. Yeah. No. Is it directed at anybody or anyone specific? Um, no, 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 it won't, we, we won't, we won't direct it to anyone, but please do. I, I, I encourage you guys to, uh, compete with us. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, okay. So why don't we get into the, uh, the heart of the episode here? Uh, so today we are talking about the clean old fashioned hate game. And that is played between the Georgia Bulldogs and the Georgia tech yellow jackets. So, uh, guys, as as we go through this, um, I I definitely have seen some similarities and definitely some differences between the Big Ten's uh, trophies and rivalry games and the the uh, SEC ones that I've researched uh, thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun, exciting change. And particularly, this game is not one that you know I think most fans don't think about. Um, well, I'm, I'm curious to see what our feelings are once, once I kind of go through this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I know it as a historic rivalry. And even a couple of years ago, I think it was close, more closely contested than it has been. Um, I think of, uh, Oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, the UFC fighter. Uh, I think it was Forrest Griffin put a book out. I think it was his book. Uh, I, and he went to Georgia and he tells a great story about how uh, they used to go up to Georgia Tech to pick on the nerds, him and his wrestling buddies, or maybe he played football at Georgia. I, I'll have to go back and double check that was Forrest Griffin. And, you know, he, he either wrestled or played football and they'd go to Georgia Tech to mess with the nerds. And they uh, they were driving around in their truck and they like. So obviously it's a big rivalry, like for the people of Georgia, but uh, they drive around the truck. They found this nerd and they like got on, they like knocked his book down books down or something like that. But like the kid like got back up, like he's like this little scrawny kid got back up and then they like knocked his book down and there was this hill that was right there. And they kind of like tossed him down the hill a little bit. And then he got back up the hill and then they did again. And he came back up and he like rolls up his sleeves the third time and he goes i'm prepared to die today and then they just chucked him down the hill got in the truck and drove off and forrest griffin's like i don't want to mess with a kid that has like that kind of fortitude like we had to get out of there because i sure. absolutely believe he was ready to die that day so uh yeah it, it was it, like that's what i always think about when i think about this rivalry is that that particular story he did go to georgia doesn't say he played football there. He was actually they must a, have wrestled a law enforcement officer. Oh, after, oh law enforcement. Oh, says he, okay. he also served as a patrol officer with the University of Georgia Police at one point. That was a, that was a good book. Police and safety. We don't need to get into that one. <laughs> Joe and I also uh, helped, uh, you know, our police security on campus. We've um, we've, we've put a few cars behind bars. Oh, <laughs> parking tickets. What? Boots. Yeah. Um, uh, boots. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Don't you don't guys around. Maybe too much authority. You want one on your car, buddy? You. Yeah. I, I mean, they they let us ride around in a Gator too. It was the best. Nice. <laughs> 
nice. just made sure that like you only wrote tickets when no one was watching and you knew where your friends parked so you didn't have to worry about that oh, or if go. someone Very did nice walk up while you're writing a ticket you just like uh you know you're good just be careful next time yeah don't do this again <laughs> um okay so i only got really one fun fact and this is gonna probably be a can we scroll now you've told us we can't scroll down at all can sure we- can we been very strict on this? Yes. Yeah, you're um, very strict about the scrolling. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you'll see. You'll see why it's fine. Um, so this game will not be played this weekend. Um, honestly, unlike the Big Ten, which I, I kind of appreciate now that I think about it. Like, obviously, the last um, game of the year is typically rivalry week, right? So you have um, rivalries going on all across college football. But I kind of like the idea of them being sprinkled. Some of them being sprinkled in throughout the year. Little, little sprinkle. Um, sprinkle the Big Ten it. does it a lot more often than the SEC. So mm-hmm. a lot of these games are going to be played uh, the last weekend, whether it is that Saturday or the Friday or even mm-hmm. some of the Thursdays um, around Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of these games are not going to be played until later. So we'll just have mm-hmm. to remind you guys like we did last year when the game is that week um, and we'll do a preview for it. And obviously at the very end of the week, we're just going to have a major, major, major a preview of probably like seven games. Um, but so I think we're going to do something a little different this year. So, but we typically, this is where I, I show you guys the trophy and you guys kind of give our first impression of it. I think it would be fun if you guys for this season took a guess just based on the rivalry, what the trophy looks like. And then we'll talk, we'll, I'll give you guys some information. And then once we get to the trophy, we'll see how accurate you were so what do you guys think this trophy looks like uh all right clean old-fashioned hate do you want to go first show or you want me to do it i'm I'm going a bulldog getting stung by a bumblebee that's 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 pretty good that's a good guess uh i feel bad for that poor little cute bulldog uh i am gonna say it's uh two like old-fashioned glasses with like old timey monocle and top hat uh squaring up to duel each other. Okay, I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Similar to our to our logo, you know, like something like that where they're, you know, like almost looking like the Kool-Aid man. This is this is also I don't I don't even want to talk about this uh, because we have a super secret plan for the future, i.e., we're gonna design our own trophy. But we won't get into that now. I mean, you, you this just, is practice. It's not that secret. You just no. you just talked but, about right there. Well, yeah, but I mean, we could build a trophy for a, a million things. We're not going to say what it is for specifically, Fair enough. Fair right? Enough. Like Fair you know, Joe and I play. As he proceeds to talk about what it is specifically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so this is a good. This is now that I'm thinking about it, it just kind of hit me. This is a good practice, right? Good practice. Like, get, get, I like get, this. Get the reps in. Get the reps yes. in, baby. Okay, so why don't I give you guys a little bit of the history of the rivalry before we? Uh, unveil what this trophy looks like okay all right here we go so the first matchup between these two schools was in 1893 and it was uh the georgia school of technology blacksmiths i love that who won it 28 to 6 i love that so much they should still be the georgia school of technology blacksmiths that's why don't we have technology now like that that's that that's such a badass title a technology blacksmith holy cow I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of want to put that on like a business card technology. <laughs> like a, I, Oh, I, I what, what do you do instead of like import exports, you know, for art Vandalay, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a technology blacksmith. I could probably work that somehow. I was going to say you, you work with, with technology more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Be, uh, well, I, I, my LinkedIn says I'm an information Mason, which works well oh. with my company. So, ooh. And it rhymes. Huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> nice, right? um, and, okay, so uh, the Georgia School of Technology won the first game, and then Georgia won five of the next six matchups. But then Georgia Tech won the next five after that. Okay. Um, and right. we'll kind of get into that. So the overall series lead is Georgia. Uh, Georgia uh, has 69 wins. Nice. Nice. Uh, 41 losses and uh, five ties. Um, And this game has been played every year since 1925 besides one year. And that was 
unfortunately COVID, COVID because mm-hmm. the SEC mm-hmm. stuck to just a uh, in-conference hmm. schedule that year. Um, so they, they played every year since 1925, and then they played pretty regularly between 1893 and uh, 1917, but obviously they uh, paused because of the, the world wars um, mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, so, yeah, so these guys – there's a lot, a long, long history, and and these teams play each other uh, very, very often. Um, and then, not to anyone's surprise here, uh, Georgia has won 17 out of the last 23 meetings. So, oh yeah, well, yeah. Makes sense. Um, so you know what? I thought we'd just take a little pivot here. So we we had we've had some pivot. we've had some nice pivot. little pivot. S- some some segments in the past. Uh, and uh, we're going to do, we're going to do some new ones. We're going to introduce some new ones. So oh, I thought, let's go, baby. I thought because this was an in-state rivalry, uh, I think when we do get in-state rivalries, I think we should do some state history trivia. Oh, all right. I like that. Are we supposed like to be scrolling or no? So you can, now you can, I didn't want you guys to see these questions beforehand. Um, so you guys can sh- scroll Ooh. down. So there's five questions and uh we'll see how both of you guys do well okay, we'll do it a competition go. so this one's kind of a softball here but guys what is the uh, georgia state nickname peach state. peach state it is correct nailed it. awesome guys you're doing wonderful so the next question is what is the state bird so is it a a cardinal uh it's B, c a meadow okay, lark okay. c a brown thrasher or d a mockingbird C Brown Thrasher. Okay. Final Joe? answer. I'll go B Metal Arc. It is C a Brown Thrasher. They're so now, guys, I was gonna say so, so that go. that one that one was a little you know you could was um, the Thrashers that it was the Thrashers. Well, okay, so, you know number three here. Georgia was the blank number Sick state to join to join the Union. So when what number state was it? Uh, was it a thirteenth state? B, the fourth state, C, the sixth state, or D, the third state? Joe, you can go first. I'll go six. Uh, I was thinking six. I'm going to say A13. A13, you both are incorrect. It it was the fourth state, B, to join. Uh, Earlier than I thought it would be. Yeah, I know. What, Delaware, Pennsylvania? uh something else and then georgia wow i guess uh virginia delaware georgia, maybe Pennsylvania, i mean virginia, I, maybe i think a lot of those kind of were very very close to each other you know but it's mm-hmm. like technically who got your papers in faster <laughs> you know or <laughs> however you got it maybe you had a faster horse or pigeon back in the day <laughs> stronger wi-fi yeah, yeah stronger wi-fi okay. um okay so mike is up one right now uh, so according to the 2020 census, Atlanta is the largest city in the state by population. What is the second largest city by population? So is it A, Columbus, B, Savannah, C, Augusta, or D, Macon? I want to say, because my sister's in Savannah right now, so I want to say Savannah, but Macon's... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock in Macon uh yeah i'm gonna take savannah okay you both are incorrect again Augusta, a columbus i've never Never even heard of that i know that's why i did this question because i would have guessed the same way you guys did but columbus is actually uh the second largest by population all right where is that um i believe it is closer to like southern like southwestern atlanta if i remember so closer like uh, okay. i want to say and then okay. Augusta is like northeast so dublin, dublin's it's nice like, it's yeah. like so um so it's closer to some other like metropolitan areas outside of the state then yeah so, I, okay. I i think so yeah I, if i remember correctly it's been a while okay. since i looked at this all right all right last question here so this is make or break for joe to to catch mike um, so Atlanta is the current capital, but it's actually the fifth capital in state history. What city was the first capital of Georgia? So was it A, Milledgeville, B, Savannah, C, Louisville, or D, Augusta? I'm going Savannah, B. I, I like Savannah too, but I, I don't want to take, I don't want to take it. Because you take it, you win. Yeah, but I don't want win. I do think it's Savannah though. Uh, 
Let's just go with Savannah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, Savannah. It is Savannah. Ooh! So Savannah was the the first capital uh, from 1777 to 1785. Then it was Augusta from uh, 1786 to 1789. Then it was Louisville from 1789 to 1807. And then it was Milledgeville from 1807 to 1867 until Atlanta finally became the capital in 1868. Wow. All right, then. So there you go, guys. There's there's just a little bit of uh, Georgia history. So now, now you know. That was fun. That was a fun segment. There we go. Yeah. If you don't know, now you now know. Now you know. Peaches. I love it. That was a, that was a very, <laughs> very nice. Um, okay. So let me tell you a little bit more about this, this rivalry. So um, honestly, from the get-go, you had the first meeting in 1893. And, you know, uh, uh, as... Instead of a star was born, we're going to say a a rivalry was born. So the first time they met was on November 4th. Excuse me. This drink's already getting to me. Um, So it was. No one can see it. He's drank 10% of it. (laughs) Oh, he already drank all of it. Yeah. He was sitting there sucking it down. History Uh, teacher over here is not drinking his drink. uh, So the Georgia School of Technology uh, blacksmiths led by Mm -hmm. coach Stan Borleski and Casey Finnegan traveled 70 miles by train to play the Georgia team coached by Ernest Brown in Athens that year. So as I travel by train, that's, I know all your pads and stuff that (laughs) probably with like other people too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Not like they got a private train. Yeah. No, just wear your pads on the, on the train. Yeah. I saw that was always pain in the ass having to wear your pads on the bus. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, so the blacksmiths, as I had mentioned, won handily 28 to six, and that was because of four scores by Leonard Wood, who was a 33 year old United States Army physician and future Medal of Honor recipient at the time. I love how we got these guys like there's so many historical people there like, you know, they're doctors, they're, you know, decorated in the army, like in these old school games. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So uh, he ended up, so uh, Leonard Wood ended up becoming Major General uh, Leonard Wood, and he led the forces in the Spanish-American War, and he also served as the Chief of Staff for the U.S. Army. No. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. So that guy, you know, was just beating his rival, scoring tutties, and, you know, saving saving the uh, country. So Laying the lumber. So during... During and after the game, though, disgruntled Georgia fans because the game was in Athens threw rocks and other debris at the Georgia Tech players of course. and chased them, um, uh, the victorious blacksmiths, back to their train. So they, of course they did. literally ran them out of town after. Of course um, they did. And it's, they said at one point early in uh, the like early in the second half, a stone was hurled at one of the Tech players and it hit them right in the head like a, a pretty like nasty oh. blow and they don't oh, really wow. have helmets back yeah, then. Yeah. Right? Just the leather, leather helmets. Yep. Yeah. Another time, one of the uh, fans drew a knife and threatened one of uh, the <laughs> tech players <laughs> with the same game or this was a yeah, different yeah, game. This, no, this is all. Oh my first gosh. Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then why did they keep playing for so long. <laughs> that was, That's all I would need to never go back. Uh, and then uh, Tech also had players that were poked and gouged by canes uh, on any plays towards canes? the boundary. Yeah, yeah. So any plays like imagine like basketball where like the fans like are right on top yeah. of you. We should bring that back. We should bring that back. If you're if you're courtside, you get a blunt weapon, nothing sharp, but some type of blunt object that you can just, you know, just all oh, pool noodles, pool noodles, but if not to the courtside, face, right? Not to the face. No, not to the face. Gentlemen, no. <laughs> Let's go over the rules. No hits to the face. Obviously. And that's it. <laughs> um, yes. So that game was just absolutely crazy. Um, and so the next day in the Atlanta Journal, uh, the Athens journalists accused Tech of using, in quotations, a heterogeneous collection of Atlanta residents a United States Army surgeon, a medical student, a lawyer, and an insurance agent among them, with here and there (laughs) a student of Georgia's School of Technology thrown in to give the mixture a a technological flavor. So needless to say, the Georgia fans 
were very salty after losing and didn't appreciate the fact that the, the most of the team in their eyes were not students. But they were, or were they not? I mean, probably not tra- in the traditional sense. You know oh. what I mean? Probably older students. Oh, right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So they, they had some reason to be salty. Sure. So, I mean, right there, rivalry was born like uh, immediately. It yeah, was, yeah. you know, fuck these guys. So, yeah. the the heckling, though, bothered uh, Georgia Tech fans so much that, according to school lore, immediately following the game, Georgia Tech's fight song, The Ramblin' Wreck from Georgia Tech, was written. And oh, wow. one of the most famous lyrics to the song and what would become the school's uh, battle cry was the line to hell with Georgia. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. I didn't realize it was written right after the first. Game. So, OK, that's one way to respond. But also, if I'm the football team, I might be I would be like, OK, uh, student body, screw you guys. Like, that's great that you hate them, but I, I'm not playing these guys again. <laughs> I got rocks, knives. I got I got beaten with a pool noodle every time I went out of bounds. <laughs> like, what's a pool noodle? You'll so get it. What, fact- what part of this is good, clean, old fashioned? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, I I guess just I don't know. That, that that's a great question. I mean, the old fashioned point for sure, but it doesn't yeah, sound sure. clean on either. I mean, Georgia Tech's the technology blacksmiths are bringing in ringers. Well, they're making their then, own weapons, and the bulldogs are packing. <laughs> you know, like what, yeah. what the hell. Um. So, well, I, I will get to this in a little bit, but this this wasn't this rivalry wasn't coined that till quite later on so maybe okay, okay. at that time it was they cleaned up than, their act yeah they, okay. they cleaned it up a bit maybe okay. um so kind of just again speaking of the fight songs georgia and uh georgia tech um hate each other so much that i had mentioned georgia tech incorporated georgia and theirs in georgia then um you know did the same and returned the favor mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. so glory glory to old georgia and to hell with georgia tech and i mean they just copied the lyrics that's sure. the exact same thing except they had a tech at the end so no, you are but what am i yeah right <laughs> right so uh so tech added an additional like a uh, couple oh lines to their fight song oh and it it goes they sing if i had a son sir i'll tell you what we do he would yell to hell with georgia like his daddy used to do I mean, I, it's essentially a rap battle at this point. That, yeah. That's that's a rap battle. Sure. In 1893. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says English Premier League vibes. Yeah. No, I I, I was just Ooh, thinking like the that. same that's thing. That's a good call. Good call. Yeah, this was, uh, th- th- this kind of surprised me. Like, I know they're rivals, but I didn't realize the vitriol of, of this rivalry. To good word. With. Good Thank word. You. That's a $2 word right there. Um. So... This is something that I had no idea about, uh, but both Georgia and Georgia Tech were among the charter members of the uh, SEC when it was formed in 1932. Well, I would figure Georgia would be, but Tech, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So Georgia Tech, uh, um, amid concerns about student athlete treatment and the allocation of scholarships, mm-hmm. uh, left the conference in 1964. Mm-hmm. So they had, co- they had concerns over the focus on sports over academia. Shocker. Of course. <laughs> right the sec back in what are we talking about the 60s already you know was like ah, school no yeah it's <laughs> or football and, you know and the nerds at georgia tech were like well okay bye well yeah, um we'll see so so they left in 1964 after um being a charter member in 1932 mm-hmm. um and years later the team would actually look to rejoin the sec um but reportedly uh georgia like uh convinced all the other members no. to prevent them from coming back because they were really? still yeah because they were just sour about them leaving in the first place and the rivalry wow. was just at its 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 height i would and... think you'd want your rival in the conference wow nope i oh, mean yeah. if you remember some of the uh was it michigan and notre dame and how they hated each other uh when Yostin, um uh who's the famous newt newt uh Newt Rockney? Yeah, Rockney. Like those guys, like the, the it was the same thing where the schools didn't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, even though it was a great rivalry, I'm sure it that's brought true. tons of fans. They wanted yeah. nothing to do with each other. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. 
So um, after that was, so Georgia Tech tried to join, they got denied, um, and it was reportedly because of, of Georgia. And so Georgia Tech would be independent for 15 years before they would join the ACC in 1979. So I got to ask you guys a question here. Since I didn't know Georgia Tech Passed was a away. founding member, who were the founding members of the SEC? So there's, there's 13, and okay. I gave you two. So what are the other 11? Uh, Alabama. Yes. Uh, Louisiana State. Yes. Got Florida. nine left. Yes. Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss, yes. Mississippi State. Yes. Uh, Tennessee. Yes. Um, I'm going to save that one. We'll hold that one. Uh, well, I don't know what you think. Joe. I think there's a smaller think- school. There's going to be a smaller oh, uh, school. Vandy. Uh, yes. And that's why um, they're still in the conference. They can yeah. never be um, dropped. Yep, 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 yep. Three uh, more, guys. Three more. You think Kentucky, Joe? Sorry, four more. Yeah, probably. Okay, Kentucky. Yes. Nice. Um, so three more. Three more. Um, One of which is still a member to or not. Right. This sword's going to get tough. Uh, what, about, maybe- what about Auburn? Auburn. Oh yeah. All right. There you go. Good so now these two are the toughest ones because they're no longer members. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh. Joe, you think Florida State? Yeah, I was thinking Wait. something like Florida or Florida State. What What year was this? Or even like North Carolina. Nineteen thirty-two. Nineteen thirty-two. You think you think maybe something like like a like a smaller school like Tulane or like Louisiana mm. or something? I'd almost yeah. At first I did think that, but maybe I was thinking maybe one of the bigger schools that are have left like North Carolina or a, or a Florida. What do you want to go with first? You want to go with North Carolina or you want to go with Florida state first? Let's go Florida state. Let's go Florida state. Wrong. Okay. Uh, North Carolina then Joe. Sure. Wrong. South uh, Carolina. Go with your gut. You guys uh, so already Tulane? said Tulane. Mm, nice. I know. Nice. Okay. And then the last one is the University of the South, which then became Sewanee. Came on. Sewanee. S E W A N E E. I've never heard of that school. Oh, interesting. But those were it. Yeah. So Tulane was really the one I was surprised to Is that still a school? Oh, yeah. I I think Sewanee is, but it was the University of the South when uh, when they were. Oh, okay. Look at I me. I believe so. I know. Well, Tulane. I mean, Tulane is still, I mean, they're very much, you know, a, uh, well, that rivalry with uh, LSU still exists and everything. So, yeah. It even has a trophy. But they don't play each other enough, so it's not going to be covered. Oh, this season. I actually, I know. I know, I know what that is. Oh, are we not going to talk about this season? No, there are other it's, ones. Is it the probably... Tiger Rag? Yes. Yes. Okay, there we go. Nice. Yes. Look at me. <laughs> Look at you. Look now, your brain, now, now your brain's firing away. All it, cylinders, it <laughs> All cylinders. Okay, so believe it or not, this series was actually dead even when Georgia Tech left the SEC in 1964, and that was largely due to the Hall of Fame coach Bobby Dodd, um, which is the namesake of their, their stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hiring of Vince Dooley started the dominance for Georgia, and that was continued um, really through Mark Reich. Like he, mm-hmm. he played a really big role in kind of, you know, securing that dominance in more yeah. modern era. But it was, it was dead even from 1893 through 1964, uh, which was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. And then the, do- the dogs turned it on. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, got, I got a fun fact. Sawani, Sawani, however you want to say it. Yeah. University of the South. I just looked it up real quick. Yes. 165 years old. Jeez. They have 1,600, let's, let's call it 1,700 undergrads and 73 postgrads. Wow. wow. Where's it at? Georgia? It is in a private school, Tennessee. Oh, okay. There you go. Got some got some history, but it's a tiny school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, owned by 28 of the Southern Diocese of the Episcopal Church. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Now and, then, and then uh, just to kind of finish this off a little bit here, uh, in 1977, author Bill Cromartie came up with one of the best rivalry names ever. 
and this intensity, uh, this intense rivalry would go on from 1977 till today to be known as the clean old fashioned. Wow. So it took a while to have a name to it. Okay. Yes. So it was a book. uh, I feel like there probably would be some really good nuggets in there, but I couldn't find like a free version of it. Um, And it was Uh, so old, you'd have to buy it. But uh, yeah, someone wrote. That's what I've noticed with a couple of these uh, rivalries is they're not necessarily documented well in like modern writing, like internet Mm -hmm. and internet age, but there's been books. um, Okay. Leatherbound books written. (laughs) Um, many uh, on these rivalries all right guys so we're we're finally here we're finally the trophy so this game went trophyless until 1995 uh, when a trophy was finally introduced um, and it was nicknamed the governor's cup so you guys can scroll down and let me know what you think lights are right in front of it yeah uh go down to the next picture it's a little little easier it's like the high oh i gotta I, I i love uh oh man okay so i guess we have to describe it for the people so yeah. um all right so wooden base with a nice big plaque on the front that says governor's cup very big and bold and then smaller beneath that children's Healthcare of atlanta gridiron classic uh and then above that uh on top of that wooden block there's a smaller wooden block with another plaque and i i really like this strong legs will run that weak legs may walk and then it's in latin so sic vos non vobis is that a translation i assume so okay uh <laughs> like and that's just a couple of looks uh, like it's maybe three feet tall it's pretty big yeah yeah it's it is a, a big trophy and then the actual like trophy part itself um it's like a, it's like a two-handed trophy i, I don't know joe like what is that reminds me of like, it looks a, like a vase with yeah. handles on the sides, two a handle yes. on each side, like a cup, and then it has like a Heisman type figure on it top. It is the Heisman all gold plated on yeah. top. Yeah. So that cup reminds me of like a, a tennis or like a golf mm-hmm. trophy, like one of yes. those old like yes. urn yeah. major. Yeah. 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 I think it looks like. Uh, yeah, there's a tr- uh, like a golf or tennis trophy. I think it's very similar, like very similar to that. Yeah, when Wimbledon? it opens. Yeah, Wimbledon that. Uh, one of them's like a plate. Uh, Wimbledon sure. does have a plate, but uh, not for the men's. Uh, I I think it's Wimbledon. Uh, uh yeah, kind of similar to. Wim- I mean, not really, but like <clears> the same type of. Th- it's like a vase with two handles and it's gold. Mm-hmm. So I would say this is this is your standard trophy look um it's pretty big but nothing nothing crazy traditional so as far as like the history of this trophy and how it came about um it can literally be summed up by that first picture and the glass description because there was like no explanation online so i'm just going to read directly from here the best i can because the picture is very glary um but it's called the governor's cup I assume that's because the governors had something to say about it, but no clue. Um, But it says it's presented annually to the winner of the Georgia Georgia Tech football game uh, by Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. it says since Mm -hmm. 1933, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta has presented the Governor's Cup to the winner of the Georgia Georgia Tech football game. For 60 years, the cup went to the winner of the annual Thanksgiving Day Georgia Georgia Tech freshman JV football classic. And then okay. in 1995, the NCAA sanctioned the presentation of the Governor's Cup to the winner of the varsity game and authorized Children's Health Care to celebrate the seniors playing their last regular season game. So, so the from seniors, 35 to 60 to 95, the JV and freshman guys got this trophy? Yes. And the varsity squad got nothing they got harassed and physically abused by fans. That's <laughs> that that's well that happened to both sides, but that's that's crazy. Like well <laughs> that that's insane that like if I'm on the varsity, I'm like, what the hell? Why the JV guys get this trophy? I Holy no cow. Idea. Is that how hazing started? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so it did say, uh, so the, the children's healthcare, uh, celebrates the seniors. So the seniors on both teams receive uh, commemorative watches. And then the seniors on the winning team receive a personalized engraved replica of the 
Governor's Cup. Really? Wow. I like that touch. That is awesome. Yes. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. It's hard to kind of read there, but um and the the healthcare company covers that? Uh the child yeah, the children's um healthcare of Atlanta. Is that what it said? Oh, okay. Also, by the way, uh sick bos non bobus means for you but not yours. Okay. So the Latin underneath there, strong legs will <laughs> run that weak legs may walk. Yeah. For you, but not yours. So maybe it's like, yeah, this trophy is presented to you, but you don't own it. Not forever. Trophy. Yeah. I mean, given the history of stolen trophies, we can't, we know what's gone in the Big Ten. We can't, <laughs> we can't, you know. Listen, freshman here, you don't get to keep this guy. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Do we know who these people are in the picture or is it just random? Uh, no clue. This was just the, obviously the first picture, like you said, is really hard to actually see because it's in a case. Um, so I, I snagged this picture um, just so you could see it better. I'm not sure. Cool. I mean, important enough to hold the trophy. So the well, last big, thing here. It's a big trophy. Yeah, it's a, I, mean, we, we, I, I we didn't even gotten, scroll down yet. We could have oh. touched the, the Heisman when we went to the game. Um, I wouldn't say we're important. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we, before we finish here, I just have some antics to talk about. So a little bit more rivalry based piece here. So uh, the UGA students traditionally ring the school's chapel bell until midnight following any home win which mm-hmm. sounds really annoying and terrible if you live <laughs> anywhere near that. Um, however, when UGA beats Tech, the bell rings all night long. Oh, my God. Yeah. If, uh, have you guys heard of the bell ringing before? You, mm-hmm. Mike, are you familiar? No. Huh. Yeah, I, I just thought maybe we would have heard about this before. No. No. That, every game. Oh, you know what? Now I even think about this. Do you Do you still talk to Chris Fulford? I, he he was a Georgia grad, wasn't he? I I, I don't talk to him, but I've, I've we're friends on social media. Yeah, shoot, he he might have been able guy. to. Yeah, might have able to shine a little bit of light. Uh, yeah. A guy that Joe used to work with. Yeah, I'm sure we know someone else who went to Georgia too somewhere. Yeah, I, I'll hit up Kelly Stafford. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, Matt Stafford, <laughs> let us know. Let us know how it was when you beat Georgia Tech. Um, so or Megatron too. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Uh, so uh, Georgia has their chapel bell and Georgia Tech's, um, excuse me, uh, they, they have a similar tradition, but it's with their whistle. Um, so they, they, they have a, their um, train whistle, whistle, right? Whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Weenie yeah. whistle. It's a weenie whistle. <laughs> So uh, apparently the chapel bell and the rambling wreck whistle have been rumored to be stolen numerous times um, by the rivals of the other school um, before and even during, like after, excuse me, or even during um, the sporting events. Like it's not even just before, it's just any sporting event um, between the two schools. And the bulldog statue at one point in front of uh, Georgia's Memorial Hall was stolen by some tech students. And the culprits put the Georgia and the Georgia Tech police on a scavenger hunt to find the missing statue. That not nah, big good. respect for that. Yeah. But also just put put some Latin, you know, in front of it. <laughs> put this Latin phrase on all of your valuables and no one will steal it. Kids will be like, ah, OK, well, I was going to steal it, but it, this is for me, but it's not mine. So, uh, all right. Let me translate this real quick and then, yeah. then make my determination <laughs> if I want to steal it or not. Let me Google Translate. Fuck, guys, got to find something else to steal. And, and I feel like this is um, fairly common between a lot of rival schools, but, you know, worth mentioning that uh, many, many fans refuse to partake in the clothing, food, or any kind of materials from the rival, uh, the other school's colors. So, uh, for instance, Georgia fans refusing to eat mustard uh, the week of that game or Georgia Tech fans refusing to use red pens. Um, you know, because naturally the examples would be Georgia Tech doing work and Georgia fans eating. <laughs> Wouldn't maybe ketchup's too too good to pass up? Yeah, that that yeah too. you can't. Well, they they eat hunts down in down oh. down the south, so that's I mean I don't know why you subject yourself to that on a regular basis. But. So e- even they probably even, have Hunts Field though. Hmm. So even um, it was, it was a Heinz Field. I, I, I see. I see what you did there. EJ's still I processing see. over there. It's still Heinz Field to me, baby. <laughs> What's the new new that? name? What's it called? 
Acrisure Stadium. Acrisure. What is that? is it like insurance or something? They like Michigan. actually they do insurance for like um like crypto companies. I was gonna say I just Googled them. It was like a major the reason because they are also um hosting like a Coachella event. Um like they're sponsoring it so they're really really spending a lot of money to blast their name out there and it's because i think it was like a venture capitalist company just bought them out and and oh. yeah so they're really trying to 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 get that uh get, get their the name, name out, out there. there what's like crypto.com arena like right. <laughs> taking over uh so even even more so there's a few other uh stories and, and antics that are pretty funny so uh the rivalry has been so heated over the years that the two teams can't even agree on the amount of games that they've played against each other so there were two games played both won by georgia tech during world war ii that georgia claimed didn't count because of many of their players serving in the military at the time i love that 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 doesn't count but if they would if they won they would have it would have counted Oh, oh yeah. yeah, never was thought our best guys are overseas fighting for our freedom and we still whip that ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so e- even in this case, it has a, some some funny decorating uh, ideas here. So uh, in an interview, former Georgia defensive tackle Jeff Owen said in quotes, people don't know this, but Georgia Tech has a replica of a bulldog in their urinals. <laughs> That's so awesome. They make in the oh. like visitor locker room, they make the Georgia players. Oh, pee. Not, so not necessarily oh, on campus. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I believe this was, um, I assume the visitor locker room, and I imagine probably is for the uh, the home locker room as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's a nice little dig right there. That's really yeah. innovative. I, I, the, I, nice. I like that. That's very nice. And then um, the George O'Leary, a former head coach at Georgia Tech. Uh, figuratively saw red every time he literally saw red. Uh, so according to one of his old quarterbacks, AJ Suggs, uh, the color red in any form was permanently banned from campus. Uh, and he said in quotes, when I played for George O'Leary, he would not let us wear red any time of the year. If you had the color red on, wow. he would call one of the equipment guys, bring you out a white or a gold shirt, make you take your red shirt off and he would take it from you and you would never get it back. Wow. That's hardcore. Yeah. Georgie wasn't uh Georgie wasn't messing around there. No, he was not. Uh, and, and then naturally here you have the, like the, the, uh, I guess like jokes between Georgia tech and Georgia, on like mm-hmm. the academics side of it. So Georgia, banter. Yeah. banter. Right. So Georgia Tech fans unquestionably are smart and their school is academically very prestigious. Right. Um, So they tease Georgia fans all the time by uh, referring. And this is a little over my head, uh, but they refer to uh, Georgia as the uh, the university sick of Georgia. So they place this well-placed sick jabs at uh at various points so i think like sick grammatically is like you would include it when it there's like an oddity in in a sentence uh, as kind of just like a subtle highlight of how absurd here let me help you out the, yeah, the latin adverb sick inserted after a quoted word or passage indicates that the quoted matter has been transcribed or translated exactly as found in the source text complete with any erroneous, archaic, or otherwise non-standard spelling, punctuation, or grammar. That's a sick burn. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, they're saying they're basic. Yeah, they're basically Ooh, saying the yeah, University of Georgia is not a real university. So I yeah, think it's yeah, yeah. really the heart of it, but they well, did it in the most nerdy way. Well, it's the University of Sick Georgia, right? right. So it's not really, it's a university, but not really of Georgia. Like sure. we are at the Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sick, sick, sick burn. And then you can kind of see in the in this last picture I posted here. Um, you have so Georgia fans obviously um, don't like their intelligence, you know, questioned. Um, so they refer to the Georgia Tech as North Avenue Trade School. Um, and uh, <laughs> as you can see here, they have uh, in this picture at a game you have a sign pointing down at Georgia, uh, Georgia tech fans that says nerds. And then the Georgia tech fans wrote a sign. No, I think we're looking at a, a, a dugout. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. That is yeah, a that's a baseball. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the fans are pointing it down at the baseball, the Georgia Tech baseball uh, players at their dugout that says nerds. And then the Georgia uh, Tech players put our future employees with the, that's with pretty, the narrow up. That's um, pretty that's pretty darn good. Yeah. So that, I feel like that's where you get the the clean aspect of it. You know, it's the fun little little jabs there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's going to end it. As opposed to us. the literal jabs with, uh, you know, uh, the canes. canes and stuff yeah, like that, they, they, yeah. They've come a long way. Yeah, they, they certainly have. Um, so that's going to end it for us. Uh, why don't we get to our ranking here? So as you guys can see, I, I changed the ranking and we can try this. If it doesn't quite work, we can go back. But I feel like last year at times um, when we lumped the rivalry uh, as just one column, a lot of the times the competitiveness of the rivalry um, uh didn't like do it justice yeah, uh, so yeah. we kind of all struggled with how to rate the rivalry because at times so we're splitting up performance versus r- overall rivalry correct um so like so here we yeah. have just two ratings for the trophy and then we're going to do two ratings for the rivalry itself and then a kind of an overall look at it here so with the trophy we have looks and history and that's just on a scale from one to five and you can use point um five as well um to make it a little uh, more, you know, in depth. And then for the rivalry, we're going to do the rivalry itself. So that's kind of just like how hated it is the history of it. And then that's on a scale from one to five. And then the competitiveness of the rivalry on a scale from one to five, uh, okay. and then overall kind of, do we put, um, this in a bottom middle or top tier? Uh, so Mike, so why it's, you... it's just to clarify, it's looks of the trophy yep. history of the trophy. Yes rivalry itself and then the competitiveness between the schools okay got it all right well then that being said and that being clarified uh so looks um and do you mind keeping track of this i know you did last year yeah yeah i was actually just pulling up the the excel sheet here uh okay so looks uh, I like it is big. That is nice. Um, I love said. the 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 <laughs> the plaque. Uh, the the middle plaque. That's pretty good. But uh, overall, it's it's. Uh, I'm gonna say three three point five uh, for looks. Uh, history of the trophy. Um, I think it's kind of funny that it was given to like the JV freshman and then was transferred to the varsity squad. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, so history of the trophy, I'm going to say, eh, like two, like, it's not like uh, I compared to some other things, it's not like the craziest thing, but you know, uh, rivalry itself. Like, uh, I, I really thought that was a great story. I had a blast learning about it. Obviously they still hate each other. So I'm going to say it's a five and then competitiveness. Uh, I'm going to say a two, you know, it was early on, but then now obviously not. So, okay. And Joe, what do you think? <clears throat> All right. I'm going to be probably a little somewhat similar to Mike's um, as you were going through them. I had so, some similar ideas. So looks, I think I'm going to go two. It's just a trophy. Like it's not, it's nothing unique. A lot of these other ones we saw um, not to compare like conferences, but the older ones like were more unique. Um this is literally like a trophy you'd see in a little league game or whatever. Um, so what do we got next history history. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go two for history as well. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. trophy didn't even start till 95 and that's what they came up with. Like it's a new era trophy that looks like a little league trophy. Um, there are some cool aspects. I'll go two for history rivalry. It's been pretty lately. It's been lopsided, but let's go. I think I think I like that it was kind of back and forth way back when. Let's go three. Uh, and they're also both in-state schools. I like the nerds versus the jocks. Competitiveness. Uh, that's tough too. I, I guess we'll probably go like a two for competitiveness, especially being lately Georgia's kind of dominated. Um, and then overall, I'm not sure if overall based, uh, so if overall we're doing this for the conference for SEC, right? Yeah. So this one's kind of tough. So, like oh, we don't necessarily have well. to, yeah. to do this one in particular. Maybe we can revisit after a, a few of them have come out. 
Um, because I do think, and it happened to us last year, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you have these ideas for the first couple. And then once you have more data, you're like, Oh, actually I need to go back and change that. Let's go. I'm going to go bottom tier for now. We can always tweak that if we need to later. Cause it's, I, I just think yeah, off the top I, of my head, I, there's some other ones that, that would probably be much higher. Okay. I also didn't say my tier, but yeah, I would, I would also say, uh, actually I'll put it in the mid tier now just because I, I can't. Uh, so Joe, just to, can you, can you give me your number? I was doing some mm-hmm. Excel work here mm-hmm. on the side, like, a, like a Georgia tech overtime. Uh, yeah. Uh, technology. Uh, right, so looks, nerd. what did I say? I think I said two, I think it was two for looks and two history. for history yep. and rivalry. Then rivalry. What'd you say? Three. Yeah, let's go three. Cause I mean, it is, it is a kind of cool rivalry, but it doesn't necessarily mean the games have been close and then competitive well, What's well that? that's why i would separate it so yeah, competitiveness yeah. should be all about yes. the games and then the rivalry should okay. just be completely separate okay rivalry let's go three then i think i like okay. the nerds nerds jocks competitiveness to okay. and then bottom bottom tier okay cool okay so for me i um i i think I, i'm with you guys um i'm probably going to I feel like this is just a very average trophy. So I feel like this is going to be a good like litmus test for mm-hmm. the future. So mm-hmm. I think the looks I'm going to put, like, if I think of a Stanford standard trophy, I think this might be a, a smidge below it. So I'm going to put 2.5 for looks. Okay. Um, but I feel like this is a, like you guys mentioned, it's just like a very basic trophy. It has um, it's very basic, but it has at least a little bit of touch to it. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of mm-hmm. feel like in the middle, the history again, like I think, it's obviously a new history. I'm, I'm with Mike. I like that. It was, it's been presented for a long time, just not for the varsity game. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, three, I think it's a a solid history, nothing super great. I think there's, I mean, I know, sorry, soil or in the last year, like there's going to be some that aren't like, just don't have a ton of written history or at least like searchable history on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I say three there, the rivalry itself, I'm going to put at a 4.5. I think it's just so intense, so long, um, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I really, and it's in state like Joe said. So I, mm-hmm. I think that adds fuel to the fire, even in the state, even if it doesn't like get yeah. the national attention, yeah. uh, and then competitiveness, I'm going to go 1.5 and I'm only giving the, the one out of respect for what Georgia tech did way back when, but like re- in recent years, it's not even a game you turn on. Right. Um, so unless you're a fan of those two schools, um, so I'm going to put it solidly in the middle. I think this is a good like gauge moving forward for us. Like, I, I think this is actually kind of a perfect way to start um, because we should get a good feel for the other trophies based on this overall um, history and look. Yeah. I kind of feel perfect. like they're stuck in, in like no man's land. Like it's yeah. from the nineties, even look at like the George Hewitt trophy that we did last, last season yeah that one's crazy compared to this and it's modern and turn swivels and and it's there's so many it's kind of disappointing to see there's so many different chances they could have done what what things they could have done with this with the history Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and the schools and stuff but Mm -hmm. they didn't yeah it's tricky because it's like at, at one point yes like they could have completely modernized it but at the same time it's like kind of cool that they kept the older version that's been around for a while but like you said, because it's been around for a while, it just kind of looks meh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a kind of a tricky spot to be in. It's very, it's very nineties. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, guys. Uh. So just a reminder. Um. Again, this game will not be played this weekend. Or, yeah, this weekend when you guys hear this, uh, for week one, it will be played on the last game of the year on Saturday, November twenty sixth. So we will preview it at the end of our season. So that's going to do it for us this week. Please follow us on Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to check out our um, Saturday morning bets. And if you're brave enough to take us on, send us your bets for the weekend. Bring it. Uh, So join us next week when we talk about the battle for the beer barrel. Ooh. For Mike and Joe, I'm EJ. Always remember too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys. Yeah.